Hello and welcome back to the Pen and Paper Podcast with Brandon and John Mitchell. And today we're going to be talking about how to make class more engaging for you, your peers, and your teacher. And I think the easiest way to uh, start this out is about the things not to do in class, which, you know, could be, uh, you know, distracting people that could really slow the class down and put things to a halt when, you know, someone's just making all this noise and stuff, which could get very annoying. Yeah. (laughs) In class, it's a lot of people. Might be some of them being clowns. Maybe some of them that can help you. Maybe some of them who are just to themselves, but distracting the teacher. Pretty much just like stops the flow of things. Yeah, it's like a time bomb. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Another thing is uh, being on time. is is kind of it's kind of like being a distraction too when you're not on time because. When you walk through the door, everyone's gonna look at you, no matter what. It could be, it could be a test happening, with like dividers up. Everyone's gonna peek and see who who was late. So that could slow the class down too and put things to a halt. The most distracting thing is probably when a rapper he came to our classroom, and two of the students had a cap session. <laughs> In front of him, they were just talking about each other, talking about each just kept going on and on. Even though the rapper, he didn't care. He he was really engaged with it. He was laughing and everything. A moment for me that was distracting was when uh, this this person knocked on the door because they were late, right? And the second, like, one of the students got up to open the door, the dude just ran in, ran around the class, and we're just like, what's going on? He just sat down after that. <laughs> I don't know why he did it, but it happened. Another distracting thing is there was like a group of ninth graders. They were just, just kept coming in our class. And our class is full of seniors. Oh. They were just coming in there every time. And it was for the same reason every time. What did they come in there for? He said he was looking for somebody. <laughs> I don't know if he could see or not. I couldn't see his eyes. He just said <laughs> everything. It, it was crazy. And then then the guy, he was helping a teacher move their cart down the hallway. And it was a girl. She had this, like, special bread. Bread. Yeah, and since our door is open, he just came in and said, "Hey, girl, get me here a piece of that bread," and like <laughs> it stopped our whole class. And like the teachers, like get out. You you was really um distracting the process of our class and everything. What what do you remember what bread it was? Oh, like a big loaf, like a honey bun. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Next up, we have the paper flap. Paper flap, 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 flap. <laughs> <Or> paper flap. <laughs> paper flap. To get a teacher's perspective and you know, sort of idea, we're gonna go to Mr. Mai. 
Mr. Mai is my auto mechanics slash, uh, you know, car learning technician type of class. That's what he teaches. And uh, he's been working on, well, well, he stopped working on cars to teach us how to work on cars. And he started a year before we got there, before we were freshmen. And ever since, it's just been just a fun class for me. Because when he tells us the stories about how people say they know cars more than him when he's, you know, studied them in and out, it's, it's kind of funny. But yeah, he's pretty much my teacher when it comes to cars. And just, he gives good life lessons too. Question one is, how do you keep your students engaged in class? Well, that's, that's ever-changing. Because the, the main thing is, for today's students, you have to get it to where it's relevant to them. Why should they know this and why should they know it now? So if you can do that, then you can keep them engaged. How has teaching changed since new technologies and computers entered the classroom? Computers, I think it's both good and bad. The negative side of the computer is that it does give the students an opportunity to get off task and to not focus as much. But I think we need to embrace computers and if we utilize it properly, it can help keep students engaged. The hard thing is there's a lot of work that you have to do up front to make that happen. We just have to have teachers that embrace it and do the work. Why do some students take your class if they're not directly engaged with cars? That is a mixture. Um, I think the automotive class and a lot of, you know, of your elective classes, you know, if, if I'm honest, it is a dumping ground for students. If they don't have anywhere else to put students, they put them into one of these classes. Um, they also feel that these classes sometimes are easier to pass, so they'll put students that, that they will hope will just get an easy grade. The drawback is it, it hurts the class. So part of what I've tried to do is I've tried to weed out the ones that want to be here and don't want to be here. Because if we have a, a class that's more engaged, everybody stays more engaged. So now we're going to talk about our English teacher, Miss Waller, who's an amazing teacher. She has amazing music in her class. And she's the most artistic teacher. She uses the art to connect with what we're reading in the books. And a lot of the stories that she uh, chooses out, I personally like, especially Beowulf. That's probably my favorite. It was a good book. It's really interesting how uh, the story goes, how Beowulf falls for the same trick the previous king did. So I like that one. Her class is like one of the most exciting. I like how her class is, is pretty made to open us up. The story we're reading right now by uh, William Shakespeare Macbeth is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of messed up how it goes. Like some bad stuff has happened. And with that being said, we're going to go to the interview we had with Miss Waller. I keep my students engaged by trying to choose literature that I think well, they'll find interesting. And I try to vary my activities so we're not doing anything for too long a period of time, like 20 minutes, and then move on to something else. How has teaching changed since computers and technology? 
Um, it's become easier and harder. It depends on how you look at it. I started out with a chalkboard and chalk and now I've got the hub and laptops and everything. I think the problem with technology is the distractions are a lot more than they used to be. So it's easy to be off task because you're looking at something else. But as far as research and, and being able to um, look up alternative sources for um, doing research and stuff, it's, it's way better than it used to be. So in my elective planning and government, it started off with like 20 people in the class. And technically it probably was a dumping ground because now there's like pretty much five people in that class or nine. It's real small now. It does get boring in that class, but I stay in that class because of the resources that it has, like learning how to get involved with your community and how to um, plan out different uh, events and everything. Well, in, in auto mechanics, he does say it's a dumping ground, but when you really get to like, uh, if you stay in a class and actually, you know, learn some things, it's a long-term type of knowledge because... You may be like 40 and have never even worked on a car, but you'll probably remember at least like something from the class like, oh, the brakes are doing this because of that happened. I remember my teacher told me way back in high school, you know, or, you know, it's a career you can make uh, uh, make it out of because uh, they actually say they're like technicians, or which is what they call it, techno na technical name for it now. It's not mechanic anymore. Uh, it's actually at an all-time low. There's like the fewest mechanics and technicians ever in the history of technicians and mechanics at shops. So it can help you there or just help you get certifications because what you told us is that you actually have a certification, even just one of them, it shows you how to learn and you know comprehend things. So it'll help you get hired somewhere else. And that's kind of why I take it. And plus, I do like cars anyways. So that's two reasons, because you can get multiple certifications from auto mechanics. We have a special guest, Miss Yarbrough. My hope is to bring real-life problems or real-world situations um, here into the classroom and kind of look at how we can address these issues. So that's my hope in keeping them engaged. How has teaching changed since the new technology has moved into the classroom? I think it's changed a lot. I used to have to sit and get a lot. And so one of the things that I offer in this classroom and I know is offered in others is we're able to utilize a lot more tools so we can look up current events, we can research consistently, we can even collaborate when we're writing uh, using Google Docs or uh, Microsoft Office 365. So there's a lot of opportunities for collaboration and creativity. Um, kids can make videos and films. So it just opens the door for a lot more opportunities of creation. Um, since the first day of school, and you noticed that your school your classes got smaller, why do you believe that a lot of kids have moved out your class? So it depends on the class. So this eighth period class has definitely got uh, much smaller. The other classes have not, but eighth period has. And from my understanding, there's a number of students that were one seniors who got off campus. So that's one. And I think, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I wonder if they just don't like the work. I always am told that I do too much. So that could be the reason why. Yeah. Um, so last question. 
Um, how do you switch from being a politician and being politi politically <laughs> engaged mm -hmm. and then switching to a, a high school teacher? So I think the key for me is there's one realm where I'm allowed to have my um, opinion and thinking, and then there's the other realm, which is the teaching realm, where it's my job to make sure that I provide both sides and I'm very unbiased. And uh, so that's what I try to maintain. So my activism, it's important to me. That's one of the reasons why I'm passionate about what I teach. And I'm gonna continue to push my students to become actively engaged in the community and in politics. I want them to be aware. That's why we watch CNN usually every day. So that's really important to me. But it's important that in the classroom I'm, I become non-biased. So I'm sure my students can probably figure out if they can find me out in social media or in other worlds, kind of where I or how I feel in regards to uh, like what political party I'm a part of and so on. But as far as the classroom, uh, I've tried to make sure that everything is unbiased. We would like to give thanks to Mr. Mai, Ms. Waller, and Ms. Yarbrough for giving us time to interview them at school. Now, can you tell me how to fix a dent in the car? Well, there's two ways I know. There's the one where you actually have to use a specialized tool to take dents out. And then there's, you know, the cheap way where you can actually do it with the plunger. With a plunger, you actually just have to heat the spot up. Like just, I don't know the real temperature, but heat it up a little bit and you just put the plunger on there and just pull and it just pops out. Oh, this lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably try that one day. You'll probably have to pull on it a couple times. Now, what's the most interesting thing you, thing you have learned in, in mechanics class? Well, I would say one of them is uh, fixing the alignment on the car because it's so simple, but people just probably don't want to do it. Like, it, it take, it's literally two things you have to do. Loosen a bolt on the tie rod and just turn the tie rod with a wrench. That's it. That's how you change your alignment. It's the easiest thing you could probably do on a car besides changing oil. Pen and Paper Podcast is produced by Fernando Cephas and John Mitchell and is possible with support from the Harris County Department of Education and the Just Had Beats audio production program. And in the words of Pokey Pig, that's all, folks. Pen and Paper. <laughs>